Welcome back to Completely Fucking Clueless. My name is Audrey Jean Flowers. And my name is Sarah Alice Liddy, and we both use she, her pronouns. Do you, you saying Sarah Alice Liddy make me think of now whenever I say your name to people? Sarah Alice <laughs> I Liddy. I say she's Sarah Alice Liddy. You know what? Here's the thing. I never really used my middle name growing up like I was always just Sarah Liddy not that I don't I love my middle name it's gorgeous but then when we had that whole talk in our senior seminar about like what do you want your actor name to be like what Mm -hmm. do you want people to know you by I was like I want the Alice in there so I changed everything I never really liked Jean which is my middle name growing up mostly because it made my initials OJ which for a couple reasons was not great a OJ Simpson and b I have orange hair so my nickname as a child was orange juice occasionally i wow i was gonna say wait you don't want to be like i love orange juice i think orange juice is great but now i get the red hair thing i didn't love it as a nickname um but then when i was looking at changing my name and i was testing out different names i like tested them all out with both like gene as my middle name as olivia as my middle name and whatnot and i really i always liked aj yeah oh that's cute yeah that's cute that's a cute name ali and aj uh, so now it's Audrey the... Jean Flowers. I it's love it. technically Audrey Olivia Jean Flowers, but yeah, that's a mouthful. I know. I like. I remember when I was like, I'm going to go by Sarah Alice Liddy. Website Sarah Alice Liddy. Instagram Sarah Alice Liddy. But yes, a lot of my stuff is a dot j dot flowers, just because Audrey Jean Flowers feels long. Yeah. Oh well, it's my actor name. Uh, how are you? How was your week? How you doing? We haven't seen each other in like quite a sec. In quite a second. In, in quite a second. In quite a minute what's the phrase again in a I'm, second quite a second is it i think it's just in a second i haven't seen you in a second what am i thinking my I brain don't. right now is a little mushy everyone sorry it's like 4 p.m <laughs> yeah i was about to say it's not even morning i was gonna say we haven't woken up and, but we're fully drinking glasses of wine so I know. hopefully we've woken up <laughs> um you know we've been continuing on the track of maybe not having the best month um we're feeling pretty good today. Woohoo! Uh, we're we're rolling with the punches. We're trying to be kind to ourselves. We're doing the therapy. I got in a fight with CVS because they wouldn't give me my medication. Oh no! And so I just went into the store yesterday, and I was like, the store? I don't know. I guess it's a store. Yeah. And I was like, hi. I'm gonna just wait here until you will give me my medication. They're like, it'll be like 45 minutes, and I was like, that's okay. So I waited like an hour, and I just sat in one of the uncomfy chairs, and yeah. I was like. You need, it's been already a week. I need these. Right. Um, please give them to me. Thank you very much, sir. Um, yeah, we've been like riding the like, it's always funny to me because I feel like when like depression is depicted or like a lot of times when we talked about growing up, it was sort of talked about in the sense of like sadness. Like I feel when people use the word, like when casually are like, oh, I'm really depressed. It's like when they're sad or bummed about something. Right. And like, I've very much been in the stage of depression that is like, I'm not sad. I'm just apathetic. Mm. and just care about nothing right like i do care there's a little voice that's actually me in the back of my head being like you do care about this right um so i'm like i'm doing all right now and i'm hanging in we're doing all the things blah 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 but it was it was just very funny being the week of just like i know that i care about this factually in this moment though no yeah that's that is that's a hard thing about like depression i think i I felt that way too. Like when I, cause I didn't realize like at the, the time I didn't realize like what ha- was happening to me was like being in a depressive episode. And I, I remember literally like looking at my voice teacher and I was like, why don't I care about anything? Like mm. I used to care so much about this and this and that. And like literally like I know it, but like actually I could not give less of a fuck right now. Like, nope. and it's, it's, it's tough because it's like, 
weird you know it's a really weird sensation to it just is. not care about anything it is it's like you don't and it's like you don't care about the consequences you don't care about any of it it's it's a weird stage of life it's like not funny but it is a little bit funny because of just it's just such a weird sensation. Yeah. And I agree. I think how people depict it or how it's used in like common language is like, oh, I'm so depressed. Like, oh, I'm just feeling like down or yeah. sad. But there's so many other it's emotions. It's almost like feeling nothing. No, truly, <laughs> truly. Like if I could like explain to people what I felt like when I was in like the deepest of it was like I felt like just blank. Yes. Like a blank. But I page. last night I had a good moment, which this is going to sound sad. It's, it's not. I was always falling asleep. So I don't. I always fall asleep listening to something because mm-hmm. a variety of reasons, but m- partially just because I have tinnitus. So if it's silent, uh, it's going to be ringing. Yeah. Um, and so last night, usually I just put on like random YouTube nonsense bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, but last night I somehow no idea how I ended up on this, but I ended up listening to 35 millimeters. What is that? It's it's like a song cycle. Oh, cool. Is um, it a, a Broadway song cycle? I don't think it was ever on Broadway, but I feel I feel like I've I've seen it like on Spotify, but I've never. Lindsay Mendez was in it. Yeah. My queen. Um, I don't know how I ended up listening to it. I genuinely cannot remember. Yeah. But I ended up putting that on and like listening to that as I was trying to fall asleep. And then I just like started like not like crying where you're like heaving in any way, but just like lying there silently just crying. Yeah. Just like not moving at all. Just like tears coming down. But it was like in a very lovely way of like sort of that first like. Like, I felt like a nice, like, release. Yeah. Slash, like, it was just sort of nice to, like, feel something. Crying can be very cathartic. I think people think it's, like, terrible That's for you. That's the word I've been looking for, cathartic. There we go. It's, it is cathartic. Um, but, it's- yeah, so we're... I'm optimistic. Her. That's all you need. I feel like life is just... Somebody said something really clever, and now I forget it. <laughs> um, but I, it was something along the lines of, like there are like going to be like, I feel like explaining this is not going to do it justice. (laughs) I'm I'm questioning my decision to speak right now, but basically it's like, there's going to be ups and downs in life and and getting used to that. It it was a lot better than that. I'm so (laughs) sorry, everyone. Um, We've been looking at LinkedIn. I was talking to my mom about it this morning being like, I don't know, maybe I want to try something else. And she was like, what? And I was like, I don't have an answer to that. Yeah. Maybe something I want to try. <laughs> um live laugh love the lulu but uh a stability as we've talked about yeah b money c like 14 other things and then like down at like m everyone's kind of jumping ship right now oh really i don't really know why but everyone is so oh, i'm like no. okay if everyone's hopping off maybe it's time for me to up um let's see is there anything else okay we'll keep your secret but i what's it called i've also been trying i haven't looked at it yet but i've been talking about in therapy you know because i need to do this thing where i talk about it for a good three months before i actually muster up the courage to do it i've been thinking about it for (laughs) i'm gonna say about eight months i know and i've only just started considering looking at the website yeah i know same i made a linkedin account because for everybody who's listening to this and and it's like these two girls are not on linkedin like are you fucking stupid we're not taught anything about theater LinkedIn. LinkedIn is not do used. that. Yeah. Theater people do not use the LinkedIn. I have an account, but it literally says nothing except for the fact that I went to Elon University. There that you go. That is the only thing it has. Yeah. So I'm like very intimidated by this space because it's just so unknown to me. Yeah. But I agree. I think like I love my part-time job being a nanny, but I-, I told this to Audrey before we started recording. 
my only goal right now, the only thing that I know that I really securely want is to move out of my house and have my own apartment and my own space. Like something about that just feels very adulting and independencing to me. (laughs) And independence. Yeah. Independent. Yes. And I was trying because I was adulting. Adulting. Yeah. So um, I was very independent. Sure. There we go. Um, (laughs) But so I need to look for a job that I can make more money at. Yeah, That money thing really keeps me in the thing. Mm, I understand capitalism now because (laughs) let me tell you, let me tell you the last couple of weeks I've really woken up on the money front and been like, there is no way that I can keep going at this rate and expect to sustain life. Like, like late stage capitalism, not a great place to be, but it is the place we are. And alas, we got to live in the world that we're in. Um, and a large, large part of that is having money. Money. I'm like, I can't move out because I don't have enough money, but like to live in the city is like so expensive. Yeah. So yes, LinkedIn, I need to check her out. I know I have a friend who's going to this weekend or the following weekend or something, help me with like my cover letter and resume. Cause I have a work resume have not updated that in a hot second. And I like really don't get what cover letters are. Me I either. Really don't actually the one time I was applying for internships when we were at Elon and I went to like the student resource center and they did help a lot. I believe that alas, we're, we're not there anymore. But I remember our um, senior year when pandemic was like very at its height and, um, Matos who was the head of our who is sorry is the head of our program I I don't know anything no one come for me it was a mistake Um, (laughs) um, uh, who is the head of our program arranged for somebody at the resource center to like talk about cover letters and all these things did I show up to one of those things absolutely not so I did go (laughs) but like you could meet with them one-on-one and I didn't I don't really remember I don't know if it was that I was just so confident that like I don't need that. Or if I was just so stubborn that I was like, nah, fuck that. Yeah. Olivia looks at their res- uh, their friends' resumes and cover letters. So I have a built-in a built-in source. And I have Olivia's phone number. Yes, you could. Olivia's really good at that shit. So um, because I had applied to... Because I think what I would like to explore is doing some sort of internship or part-time position in social media because mm-hmm. I am having so much fun like creating the ideas and whatever for our TikTok. Um, and it just, I'm, I'm interested in it. And so a li- where was I going? Oh my God. I am so sorry. Cover to letter all of our listeners. <laughs> yes. And so Olivia helped me make a, uh, like it's like almost like a cover letter resume, like in one sheet that I did. Okay. Um, but it was very like unperfect. Like it was not, that's the thing is it I, was very I lax. just like boring ones, but I'm also oh, like, wait, Oh, mine's super fun. I'll show it to you. It has colors and everything. Mine is fun, but I'm always like, Oh, is that not professional? Like the only, that's what, that's our personality though. I know. Uh, guys life but you so know hard. at least we don't have to give headshots oh, I with know. our resumes and well it was so funny because i was talking in therapy yesterday ab- literally about this and i was like i literally because i had an interview a couple weeks ago but it was v- again very lax and it was over zoom and it was it literally maybe was 10 minutes at the most but i was like i my interviews quote unquote were always singing dancing acting like i've never had to like And I usually honestly wouldn't have to say that many words. The words I would usually say were, hi, my name is Audrey Jean Flowers and I will be singing X, Y, and Z and B, Y, and 2. Thank you very much. La-di-da. I know. It's a little intimidating. I couldn't think of a single song. (laughs) La-di-da. 
yeah i agree i agree i'm with you on that yeah so and also i'm not fully not i'm kind of just doing trying to do a little bit of yes, everything and we not talked get, about that yeah. too i'm trying to not get to i'm still doing some theater stuff like this morning before sarah came i was singing a bunch which is why my voice sounds a little rough right now saying too much by the end i was cracking a lot and i was like we should probably stop um but i was having fun and i've been missing theater and performing a lot and so that's good I'm just kind of half trying to do everything. Yeah. Again, bringing up a lot of therapy things is like I I was literally talking about this too with Audrey right before he started recording uh, is that my therapist are actually friends outside of this people. Uh, um, My therapist had suggested like trying like a bunch of things because I was like, I just feel like I don't know what I want. And so she was like, maybe we should not do that all or nothing thinking that you do and try a bunch of different things. So that's the goal. Yeah, I've had friends who are like and adults and uh, people in my life who've been like, "Well, try something. If you don't like it, you can quit." And I'm like, "No." I think <laughs> honestly, like talking about it right now, it kind of makes me realize. Like, I think because with theater, we were always taught that if you stray from the, if you're if your eyes are looking anywhere else besides performing, being on Broadway in theater you are not cut out for this. Yes. Like you are bad. You are not good. And I truly so the idea think of just trying something right. and seeing if I like it. It's like, we that's are not allowed. Right. Because I literally, the amount of classes we took in college where the professors were like, if you want to do anything else, like do it or mm-hmm. you're not good because you want to do something else. The high school that I went to when I went and visited for like an info session for the summer program. Oh my God. Drama. Su- the five week long summer program that I attended at 13. He said in the info session, if you like anything else, Go do that. Don't come to this program if you want to go ride horses. Oh, my God. And he continued to just say throughout my years. He was like, if there's anything else, like, not in a mean-spirited way, in a way of like, hey, this career sucks. If you like anything else. Yeah. Go do that. But you know what I'm realizing now is that now that we're not in school and, and we have, like, classes that can take us away from theater sometimes or or friends or whatever it is, I'm noticing that... Like if I look back out the winter when I, before we were doing the podcast a lot more and in my head, we've been doing this forever. I know. Well, because we really have, like we started planning this around this point last year, but before like the podcast responsibilities had gotten like big, you know, all I was focused on was theater. And so my life felt very like, it almost felt like I couldn't, like if something went bad with theater, that's all I could think about because I didn't have anything else to distract myself or anything else engaging in my life. Like that was the only part of me. And so even though sometimes it's hard to be like, I'm, I'm not sure if this thing that I've always wanted is a hundred percent what I want. I think the only way to find out is to try something else and to dipping toes into other places. Because even I was thinking about it today, I was like, Oh, if I were to audition again, like it's not like my life is depending on it. Like I have a podcast that I love and enjoy doing that I can, I can throw my energy into if theater's being crazy. Yeah. Wow. We're just really working through our shit with y'all right now. This is a live therapy session. Literally live. I feel like I'm with my therapist. (laughs) Neither of us are qualified. We're just repeating information. Our own therapists (laughs) have told us to each other, but hopefully it's helpful information for y'all because I know literally it sounds so stupid, but my therapist, when we were talking yesterday, we literally like, I said to her, it's like, my only goal is to move out. So she's like, great. Like, that's all you need. Like, let's start there. And it was like, you know, what are your values from your values? Establish your goals. And from your goals, establish, 
accomplish the actions. And I was like, boom. Wow. Okay. I've started doing, um, literally I have the book of it right in front of me mm-hmm. and right next to me. Uh, it's called the artist way. It's something that, oh, yes. yeah, it's like very big among artsy yes. people. Like one of our teachers really loved it. I've had a lot of friends who do it or who have done it. And I had a friend who just did it. Um, and I've had the books since the beginning of the pandemic. Mm. I bought them my junior year. Um, I heard it's a big commitment. Yes. Yeah. Um, I've started it a couple times and I've, Failed it a couple times. And by failed, not failed. There's no such thing as failing. What? No. No. Uh, one of the biggest parts of it are you do this morning pages. Oh, yes. Well, Ezra spoke about that when she came on our podcast. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I've restarted for the upteenth time attempting to do them just because, A, like, I really do, like, I, I believe in the method of it. And, like, I have a friend who, it, it's Julia. I have, if I almost ever say hey, friend Julia. 99% of the time, it's Julia. <laughs> I really, this podcast makes it seem like I only have one friend. Two, if you count Sarah. Hey, I'm here too. Um, <laughs> what was I saying? Oh, she she just like sort of hit the 12 week mark in her pages like a week ago or something. Mm. Or in her doing the, the artist way. And like it was right as like, she like signed a lease for an apartment and whatnot. And she was like, I know it isn't entirely because of this, but like, I don't think it's a coincidence that like, as I hit like the three month mark, which is like some sort of milestone or relevant of something that like I, she got a job that she's really excited about right. and like an apartment and everything. Mm. And I was like, okay. Okay. So this like, is making me want to do it. Yeah. It, <laughs> like one of the big things is you like write three pages right. every morning. Um, and I've done it previously where I didn't use like the official notebook, but I'm using the official one. Um, and the pages Ooh. that they have for it are big. Uh, oh, I'm looking at it right now. That is really big. Big pages. You know what's interesting? This is totally a little bit off topic. I'm looking at your handwriting and terrible. It, oh no, it's not terrible. It's reminding me every time I try to write something now because we're my s- hand hurts. Yes. Yeah. Because we're so conditioned to the computers, the yeah. hands hurt. Well, we just don't we don't write anything anymore. So my yeah no my hand starts cramping all the time. Yeah, so like, doing that. You're supposed to just continuously write even if it's something stupid. So I'll literally write like this is hurting my hand. Ow! I'm trying to change hand positions. This hurts. But like one of the the theories behind it is like basically like the the way our brain evolved. There's a part of it that like is back from like the caveman days, essentially of like a new thought we deem as dangerous because 100%. back in the old days, yeah, like and even still now to a certain degree, like something new does have potential danger with it, and yeah. so any new idea our brain immediately perceives as scary. Yeah, and so it's like if you write it down first, like that gets it out of the way once, and it's like once you sort of get over that initial hump, it starts being less scary, and like it makes you like process your thoughts, and like it, it's sort of like the idea is to sort of like get that sort of like judgmental voice out of your head. Mm. Um, how long is the process? Like how many months? It's kind of indefinite. Oh, so you can <laughs> like there, I think there is sort long. of a timeline, but like the morning pages never end. Yeah. I think I'm going to try this. I think once summer's over going into the new year, well, I, school year. I do like it. And I do think it's really helpful. I just, again, that sort of like discipline thing we were talking about last week. Yeah. Working on that. Trying for that. A hundred percent. We are so, we literally said this before we got on the podcast. Sorry, I keep saying that, but it's true. Um, That we're so similar in a lot of ways and something that we both know that we need. And I think from like therapy I've learned over the last couple months is like structure, stability, important values in our life. <laughs> we're, we're a little, we're, we're like 
we're both balloons, but we do need something to tether us to the ground. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. How was your week? <laughs> I never asked no, I'm that. Just, I was like, I'm looking at the notes, seeing what's going on in my week. My week was pretty great. I celebrated my second year anniversary with Olivia. It was so cute. It was so much fun. We decided to do a staycation in NYC. And it was honestly, yeah, it was just so much fun. We went and saw Titanic, which was hysterical. <laughs> that was a recommendation from Audrey and Julia. So good. It was so It was a bunch of gays watching like Celine Dion yeah. parody Titanic. It was yeah. great. Great. I tried to describe it to my mom this morning and she was like, that sounds interesting. I'm like, I swear it's really good. Oh my gosh. It's just difficult to explain. It was hysterical. It was so great. Um, and I loved it. And we are, Olivia and I love trying new food. So we went to a bunch of new food places. We went to Any this. Rex? Yes. We went to this brunch place. Everything we had was great. But specifically, we went to this brunch place called Sedell's. And it was, it's pretty popular. Oh, right. um, but it's. It was, it actually lived up to the hype. Like, I Ooh. thought it was so good. I got lobster eggs benedict. It was insane. We need to go to brunch before summer ends. No, I was literally saying that no. to people. Yes, we got to do that. Uh, it was such, it was so good. Highly, highly recommend. Um, Gorge. So, yeah, it was such a great time. And we also went to the comedy cellar. <gasps> we got, it was so much fun. Yay. I loved it. It's also like, I was sitting there and I was like, this is such a great first date idea. Like going to a comedy show. My mom started harassing my sister, but then because I was on the phone, kind of me Uh-oh. about dating the other day. <laughs> and uh, she was harassing my sister. My sister was like, well, I've gone on X, Y, and Z dates. And I was like, ooh, I've gone on one in the past eight months. You know what? Priorities shift is what I'm learning. And, and if, if it doesn't, if you don't want it to be a priority or it can't be whatever, then that's, that's life. Yeah, it was just funny. My my sister uh, at least made me feel better that she hasn't been on a crazy amount of dates because she's the type of person where everyone is always falling in love with her. Uh, One I, of those. Yeah, I sound like I'm exaggerating. I'm I'm genuinely not. Everyone <laughs> just falls in love with her all the time. Um, not something I experience, unfortunately. Um, or fortunately. Depends on how you view it. I forget where I was going with this, but regardless, um, it Dating. was it was just that really cliche moment that like happens in like movies where the family yes. member's like, What when are you gonna bring someone home? And it's like at this rate, never. I know. Dating is is so wild. You know what? I have somehow ended up on like engagement talk and it's all <laughs> these like younger twenties like getting engaged and uh, uh, er, mm, it just freaks me out. Like, I think I'm a, I would be a child bride. Right. I just, I, I guess like I'm so confused about myself and life that I'm like, as much as I love my partner, I'm like, I couldn't like do that to them. I'm like, oh my God, like I'm not ready for that. Mm-mm. Um. So yeah, but this, this week has been pretty, pretty decent. Fun staycation, comedy shows, Broadway <laughs> shows. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah my oh update my room got painted Woo! it's finally looking really good and it makes me excited because i'm like oh i can finally because i have gotten comments about doing like a makeup tutorial and i just never did one because i was like i hate the background yeah. of my room like it's just like doesn't make you want to like it's not ecstet- aesthetically pleasing whatever so i want to do that i love that yeah i still keep considering painting a wall in my apartment i haven't done it though it's okay. Yeah. One step at I, a time. I, I think, honestly, I think I'm going to be too indecisive to ever pick, like, a color exactly what I'm going to yeah. do. So I think I'll never end up doing it. That's okay. The white looks good. Thank you. I was considering either doing the wall by the TV or the yeah. wall behind my bed. 
like maybe like an arch above my bed. Well, that would be pretty. What in it? But I could never. Uh, I'm never going to be able to decide. You know what? That's okay. Yeah. Clueless Do you have clueless moments of the week? Clueless moments of the week. Oh my god! This uh, while editing the end of our like outro this week, when he started doing another song, and it's just me breaking down, going, "Sarah, we can't do another song." <laughs> so if you go back and listen to like as the the outro music comes on at the end of last episode, it's me being like, "Sarah, we can't <laughs> add another song into the rotation." I love a good jingle. <laughs> Um, Do I have clueless moments? Yes, I do. I actually wrote down a lot because we've been doing this series on our TikTok, which you should definitely go follow. It's at completely F-C-K-I-N-G clueless. Um, We've been doing this series called um, Times This Week. We did Times This Week. That we didn't know what the fuck we were doing. Yeah, and people but really you have like to say it. it in that sad yeah, you were like, voice. Times this week we, we didn't, didn't know what the fuck we were doing. Uh, but you need to sound really defeated, defeated while you do it. Maybe that's what's drawing people in. <laughs> But no, people enjoy it. And so I've been just like, even if it's like the smallest thought, I've been recording a bunch of them. But I think I will share what's going on on lesbian TikTok. I, you know, I just, okay, I was finally on social media this morning for the first time in forever. And I keep seeing about that. Is something to do with Jojo Siwa and a lesbian curse? I don't know what the curse is, though. Yes. Okay. What is the curse? So the curse is there's this song by Fletcher. Do you know the song? I, I don't know. I know a lot of songs by Fletcher. Oh, I don't. I, I guess it's some new song. I don't know. I Somebody explained the story to me and I was like, I was like half paying attention for some reason. Um, but I also have comprehension issues. So there's that too. <laughs> um, but basically this song by Fletcher came out about lesbians, I guess. <laughs> Oh, no, but basically they're saying like the song is a curse and basically all of these famous lesbian TikTok couples are breaking up. And the only reason that I'm invested in it is because a couple months ago I found this lesbian TikTok couple. Their names are um, Avery and Soph. And I really liked I their them. content and I thought they were so sweet. And again, I also know another I don't remember their names, but it was some sports girl and her really short girlfriend and they just recently broke up. Oh, too. my gosh. And so basically I was on Instagram and Soap had posted like, I'm so like uh, Avery and I broke up like, you know, like the influencer thing. We need we need our privacy at this time. But that must be such a weird thing to do. I cannot like that's I just know. so uncomfortable. Right. And I look at Olivia and I'm like, oh, my God, they broke up. Like This has to be a joke because they were literally a week ago talking about babies, marriage and love. And I was like, wait, this is a joke. And then I was like waiting for the Instagram where they're like, LOL, JK. And then it never came. No. And then Avery (laughs) posted on her story and was like, we've broken up. And then the whole thing is that now Jojo Siwa and Avery have been hanging out and did did like a mukbang together or in Disney together. And so the whole lesbian TikTok community is speculating. Oh, that's drama. I I know. But then there's been like at least two or three other couples popular on TikTok who have broken up as well. Yeah. I feel like the one that I'm thinking about, the the tall one is... uh, basketball person and their name starts with se maybe sidonia i have no (laughs) idea no idea either but everybody and now all of like the famous lesbian tiktok dirt tiktok are commenting on it like olivia ponton um yeah she's pansexual but she's like what the fuck is going on and people are like i don't want the curse on my relationship and i was like whoa so i'm just like what is going on i gotta find the song i know i literally 
once I find something, I get so fixated on it. I've been like scrolling. There's this girl who like has a podcast and comments and like commentates on it. Um, yeah. So I'm just like, what's going on? Are Jojo and Avery together? Like poor. Self. I didn't even know that Jojo had broken up with the person. Me that they, either. They keep breaking up and getting back together so fast. Right. that I only find out that they've broken up when they either get back together or they get with someone else. Right. But if you think about it, Jojo Siwa's only 19 years old. Like I, I was know, the such same. A baby. I know. I, was I mean, I was not way. the same, but I was also just super lame. It's okay. I literally was the same way. So, but it's weird because I feel like I'm talking about an adult relationship, but it's not adult whatsoever. Yeah. It, it's like weird because it, like people who are like still in the teen range or even like the very early 20s, I like know logically that I'm not that much older than them, but I also remember who I was at that age. Right. And I know that like it's, you just experience life very differently. And so like, I always feel weird. Like even when someone's like 20, I'm like, yeah. ah, yeah, I feel uncomfortable about all of it. Yeah. So I guess like what, what the fuck's happening? And if anybody knows, please slide into our DMS. Thank you. Yeah. Um, do you have any clueless moments? I do. I do. Something I'm confused about is, the walls and soundproofing in my apartment complex because I very rarely hear things from my neighbors, but I will hear things that I'm like, how is that the noise that makes it through? Like I heard like, I'll hear a tea kettle a lot. And then the other day I actually heard a baby coming from somewhere. And what more so confuses me is not so much like not hearing my neighbors stuff, but like today I was just full singing for several hours, just like full out, not marking even a little. And I, I'm lucky that I'm on the like far edge yeah. of my apartment. So there's only actually one person who I share a wall with. The other person who I share a wall with is in a different apartment complex. So they can't complain about me. There you go. Um, which I live, laugh, love. Um, <laughs> I really can't stop saying that recently. Uh, live, laugh, love. Um, but I'm just shocked that in my over year of living here, I've never gotten a noise complaint. Like I don't do it like late at night or anything, but like still I was for like a solid three hours full out singing and I'm like you had to be able to hear that through the walls I wonder because even like when I was walking up to your apartment like I couldn't hear you singing until I got right to your door really yeah I feel like it's like the door out to the hallway is less soundproof because I'll be playing music pretty loud in here and you can hear it when you're right outside the door but not even when I was walking down the hall I'll hear my music when I'm walking down the hallway sometimes so I've always thought like Maybe the doors are just not soundproof well, but the walls are. I don't know. I'm just shocked I've never gotten a complaint. Maybe they're like, that girl's trying to be an actress. We got to let her do her. No. No. People aren't. Especially in New York. Yeah. People aren't that people nice. Aren't like that. They'd be like, fuck that bitch. Shut up. <laughs> um. So, yeah, I'm really confused about that because I will hear just like things that aren't that loud from other apartments. I'm like, how am I hearing that? But I never hear like anything else. Hmm. Oh, and the other one's short. Okay. Why does why does every job that is labeled entry level want three to five years oh, of experience? Yeah. And I get everyone says like you don't actually need like you should never apply for a job that you're actually qualified for. Always apply for things that you're overqualified. Then just stop lying. Then just put on the thing like, hey, th- we've said this is an entry job, entry level job, and it is. And we're not asking you for three to five years of experience. We're okay if you have like even if they just change it to one to three. Yeah. It's when they ask for five years, and but they're like, like, we will take people just out of college. And it's like, that math doesn't math. Yeah. You know, the the quote unquote real job world um, really is confusing. Well. Yeah. 
Yeah. And and it's just. I'm learning there's a lot I don't know. Yeah. It, it's interesting. And it'll be interesting to like look, to, uh, look at LinkedIn and, and see these positions. Especially because I think what I would like to do, quote unquote, in a real job is social media. And that is such a new yeah. medium. Um, so, yeah. That's. Yeah. Real jobs. LOL. I don't mean to discredit and uh, the theater people calling it real jobs. It's just like what we call them it, yeah, in the theater world. I, like a better word is like traditional jobs. Yes, but that's a lot it, better it's like word. the running gag that we all say. Like I should get a real job. Yeah. We don't mean it in a mean way. Yeah. <laughs> at all. I'm trying to think. Should I sh- oh, okay. I have a good one because it also comes with the story. Why are sugar daddies so aggressive? <laughs> like literally, I will open my like DMs. And there's like so many. Whenever I get a lot of those, I'm like, what are the odds that one of these is real? Because I know most of them are scams and fake and whatnot. But every once in a while, I'm like, what if one of them's real and I missed my chance? Well, I had an incident and I sent the screenshot to Audrey. I was at my anniversary dinner. and I was weird. That was like beyond. That was really weird. And so I, all of a sudden I get this message and it's like, how are you, Miss Sarah? And I was like, it was a random number. And I was like, I feel like mm, somebody that I know would not call me Miss Sarah. And then all of a sudden I got an Apple pay for like 50 bucks. So it reminds me of, this is not a story we've told in the pod. Maybe we'll get into it someday, but there was someone who, I, I don't, the, the dude who, like wanted me to be his, he wanted to be my my little money bitch pig yeah i, I don't know <laughs> um he always called me miss audrey so when i saw that i was like it was has he somehow oh found my God. your phone number <laughs> i know well i was like i don't know I, I was like i don't have my phone number out there and olivia's like basically like he was able to like text me through like my email that i have uh. like i guess i don't know but he sent me $50. No, he sent me $5 at first. No, I was too afraid to click on it because I was like, what That's if fair. like my phone blows up or he can hack into my thing? Like, mine was through Venmo, so I was like, okay, yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. He sent me $5 and then I didn't answer and then I blocked him and then he still was able to message me because it was through, it was so creepy and then he sent me $50. Yeah, I was so sketchy. Yeah, it was really sketchy and so I'm just like, sugar daddies, please, if if no means no, I promise you somebody will want to do this I, but not me. And no shame on it, just, uh, just it's I not for me, I don't think so. I don't care enough. Um, but yeah, it, it was aggressive. I feel like I, there's just been a lot of like spamming DMs, spamming comments on Instagram lately, and I'm not into it. Yeah, someday I'll get into the whole story of yeah that one because <laughs> that really is a whole ride. Yeah. Well, those are the clueless moments, moments of, of the week. week. Yeah. Oh, wait, we gotta come up with the harmony. Sing your the melody in. Clueless moments of the week. I don't know. I'm not good at. I'm harmonies. not good at harmonies either. Clue. <laughs> Sing it one more time. Clueless moments of the week. Okay. One, two, three, four. Clueless, Clueless moments, moments of, of the week. week. Okay, that works. It wasn't good, but it wasn't awful. All right, guys. A jingle. <laughs> okay, well. All right, everyone. Well, we have a really amazing interview for y'all today with Clea Mula. I hope I am saying her last name right. <laughs> we had 
Such a great convo with Clea. Last week, we actually recorded for the first time in a podcast studio. We recorded. Because we're fancy bitches. We, are, we felt like the real motherfucking deal. We recorded at Gotham Studios in NYC. It was so great. Highly recommend if you're a podcaster and you want to do something more like structured or professional i don't know we just didn't want to buy a third mic so there's that and we've been wanting to practice our in-person interviewing skills anyways back to clea we had such a great interview (laughs) let me start that again we had such a great interview with clea we talked all things fashion fashion for fall amazon fashion because we found clea through instagram many many months ago and we have wanted her on the podcast for a while because we love her aesthetic and love her style and she does so much fashion stuff for Amazon and with Amazon. She has so many great Amazon fashion recommendations and she's finding all this amazing cool stuff on Amazon. So we also get into that. And we also talk about her position at Bergdorf's and she gives some really great interview tips. And we kind of go all over the board. We talk about life in your 20s, fashion, interviews. We talk about it all. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, I'm going to stop being weird now and... (laughs) (laughs) enjoy our interview with Clea Mola. All right, everyone. We are super excited because not only are we welcoming a guest, but we're also in a podcast studio for the first time. We're doing really big things over here. I completely fucking clueless. (laughs) Um, But thank you so much to Clea for being with us today. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, guys. I'm so excited. Yeah, this is my course. first podcast too. Oh, welcome. I, we're happy to be your first podcast. <laughs> we yeah. now have 22 episodes, so we know everything there is to know about <laughs> podcasting. I know, um, but it's so crazy to have you here because I feel like I have watched your Instagram for so long. I remember back in the winter time, I came to Audrey and I was like, "There is this really like cool girl on Instagram." Like I followed her, and then you were like, "I, yeah, I, I follow her." We both sent you sent you sent your page uh, to, each to each other not realizing we had sent the same person oh yeah my god because, i love that yeah <laughs> because we were both like oh my gosh your fashion is so cool your aesthetic is so cool and you have been someone in our mind that we would love to talk to for quite some time thanks guys it's so sweet yeah <laughs> of course so we know you as like the fashionista amazon girl yeah. um <laughs> on both tiktok and instagram but i like sort of want to take it back and like get to know you like who you were growing up like what is your background where you're from and all of that cool so i grew up in connecticut not too far from the city um i've always been obsessed with clothes yeah. i used to like my mom would make fun of me because i'd pick out my outfits like for the week <laughs> and like set them up for school that's so and, funny like, me and my friends would do bets on, like, who could go the longest without, like, <laughs> repeating something, which is so drama. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I've always been really obsessed with clothes and shopping. Mm-hmm. And then I – after high school, I went to um, University of Indiana. Oh, okay. IU, Indiana University. <laughs> for <laughs> I actually studied economics, so, like, nothing fashion-based. Okay. And I did, like, internships and in finance and stuff, which I – like ended up hating Mm -hmm. so after graduation i was like i'm just gonna do something i actually like doing 
And I applied to like a bunch of fashion jobs and then I ended up at Bergdorf's. So I've been working there for like four years since graduation, um, doing a few different things like in the web department, like um, kind of product set up for our website and then also site merchandising. And then in the pandemic, I was like, I've always wanted – I always wanted to make a YouTube channel. Yeah. (laughs) And obviously, like, that's so hard. So I was like, okay, let's just do, like, the Instagram TikTok thing. So I started with that. I did end up making YouTube, but I'm not as consistent with that. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, it's been, like, two years. Really stuck to it. (laughs) Yeah. No. I I think that about your – I was looking at your account um, for the past couple days because I was preparing for the interview, but I was – I had oh I I always see you on my Instagram feed. Oh, that's good. Which I know. <laughs> good to know. <laughs> well, Instagram is like crazy these days, but you are always on my feed. I'm like, how do you like so consistently get all those Instagram shots? Yeah. So, um, luckily, my friend Bridget, she is like acquired style on Insta. Yeah. So we met um, at Bergdorf's, and then like we were both kind of for a load during the pandemic. So Got we it. were like what should we do? And then we kind of did the Insta thing, like, together. So we've always really had each other, which has been really nice, especially for photos and stuff. And then um, my boyfriend helps me a lot, actually, which – We love a supportive partner here. Yeah. I really, really appreciate whenever we're anywhere. I'm just like, Drew, I need a photo. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, it's so funny. Now we'll go on vacations and, like, the girls will be like, oh, I'll take your picture. I'm like, no, I want Drew to do it because he knows how. (laughs) Period. (laughs) What have you taught him to do for photo taking? So I've taught him the feet have to be at the bottom and then, like, he has to tilt it the right way. And then he knows that he has to click it, like, a million times. So you'll see him and he's, like, clicking the button. (laughs) I hate when I hand someone the phone. I'm like, hey can you take some photos of me and they take three and i'm like no i I need a thousand that way one of them will be good he used to like not do that many i'm like if you want this to be done quicker just take as many as possible literally now he knows (laughs) that's like when i explained to my parents and like i remember the days where they did the whole like three thing and i was like this is not enough and they were like what like what's wrong with you like they look at you and you're like whatever i'm like you don't understand i'm trying to like make it here i know i would say though when we take our family photos who looks the best in them now (laughs) me because i make those little micro adjustments do i look like a psycho while everyone else is just frozen smiling i'll do like the full fake laugh and i will just full scare everyone because just out of nowhere in dead silence it'll just be me going (laughs) love that love so what made you go to indiana university yeah so i wanted to like go far from home which is really funny because now i'm like the opposite i'm like (laughs) oh i'm an hour from my house yeah (laughs) but yeah i kind of wanted to go far so i applied to some schools like not around the east coast and one of my friends actually went to iu and i went to visit her and i thought it was like so much fun so Yeah, honestly, that was the main reason I didn't have anything too crazy. Yeah. (laughs) But now it's become, like, so popular. Like, so many people from Connecticut, New York area go there. Yeah. I feel like the same thing, like, going in – living in Westchester, a lot of people go there. Yeah, my roommate's actually from Westchester. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Very cool. And how was it studying, like, economics and then going into finance? Like, can you give us, like, a look into your journey as, like, I thought I wanted to do this and then I decided not to? Yeah, I feel like I was always really good at math growing up, so that was Mm. kind of just like a natural thing to do. 
um, for school. I never, like, even really thought that you could, like, study fashion. But you definitely can. So props to the people who actually (laughs) do that. And I think the business route, like, also has been really helpful, too, like, even in my current job, like, I do a lot of reporting and, like, financial stuff, too. So it's definitely helpful having that background. That's awesome. And then when you decide to, like, start posting on TikTok and everything during the pandemic, did you – well, I guess you did mention that you wanted to be on YouTube. So when you were going into that, were you looking to sort of see if you could gain a following? Yeah, well, it was really more for fun. I feel like I didn't really – like do a good job at all until like <laughs> six months in i was okay. like oh like i need to get good lighting or like very <laughs> things cool. like that yeah so at first it was definitely just for fun like my friend bridget i was talking about before like during lunch when we were working we would go take like outfit photos and just post them like for no reason like nobody cared so. yeah <laughs> yeah i love that but if you love something it's like if you keep going at it you never know where it can like bring you totally and especially with this kind of job if you don't actually love it, like, it's not fun. Mm-hmm. So there's no reason to do it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And so after IU, did you know that you wanted to move to New York or did you, like, how did you end up here? Yeah, totally. After, yeah. like, living in Indiana for, like, one year, I was like, mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I belong in the East Coast. <laughs> I did a – we both got our Bachelor of Fine Arts in Music Theater. And oh, cool. I did a gig out there last summer. It was in Warsaw, Indiana. And I, I could not – relate on that feeling more i was like get me out of here we were also in north carolina for college um and so whenever people ask me like oh are you happy to be back north i'm like i'm just happy to be back with humanity we're in like pretty rural north carolina i'm just happy to be around anything (laughs) i know even i did a month in like la area too and even there i was just like now I know fully, like, I'm an East Coast girl. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah, so when you graduate, did you graduate during the pandemic? No, before that. Okay, cool. And Were you 2019? I'm 2017. I'm 2017. 27, so I'm kind of old. That's, but that's, I, actually, that's good information to know. Yeah. So when you move here. <laughs> good information to know, you're kind of old, Yeah. <laughs> No, just, like, in terms of, like, you know, a lot of the stuff that we talk about on the podcast, like, on our TikTok is, like, being in your 20s and being really confused with life. When you graduated, did you have a moment like that? Yeah, it was definitely very confused, I feel like. Yeah. (laughs) Before I started at BG, I was actually, like, right after graduation, I did a job. um, I was doing, like, advertising. It was, Mm -hmm. like, for um, an ad agency that did, like live activations and like PR and stuff. Yeah. Which I actually really liked, but I was just like, I I do want to try the fashion thing. So then I worked um at a brand doing like wholesale, which like I hated, so I was not there for very long. Yeah. And then I ended up at BG. So yeah, definitely there was like a year I would say of like for sure confusion. Yeah. And did, and in that year did, were you living in the city too? So I was commuting from Connecticut for like six months, I would say, before I officially moved. Awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And so like being in your early 20s in New York City, how was that for you? Um, It was crazy. Yeah. I like think back to my old life. I'm like, I can't believe I used to go out like all the time. (laughs) 
And now I'm just like so like I I like going out to dinner and like I like going out to drinks and stuff. Yeah. But I'm a little bit lazy with the bars these days. Yeah. <laughs> what were your like? What were some of your favorite bars in the city when you were younger? Yeah, I would go to like all the classics, like Hotel Chant. I've actually met my boyfriend at Hotel Chantel. Oh my gosh, that was where your birthday brunch <laughs> yeah, was. Fun. I did my birthday brunch last yes. year. <laughs> yeah, I lived like the first. My first apartment in New York was like a block from Hair of the Dog, so I frequented okay. that. Of course, <laughs> I've been there too. Yeah, and like the Gem, all the usual spots. Awesome, <laughs> that's awesome, and like. In your early 20s, what do you feel was the most challenging for you and what do you feel was like the best part of it? I feel like the most challenging was kind of just like living in New York in general, especially in fashion. Like you don't really make that much. (laughs) So that one was a struggle. Yeah. And then two, like although I did want to do fashion, I kind of felt like I wasn't fully doing what I really wanted to do, which now I feel like so much more (laughs) fulfilled. Yeah. And yeah, so I feel like those were like the two biggest challenges, I would say. Mm -hmm. And so when you were working, before you were working at Bergdorf's, like what were you doing in fashion that you were like, I don't like this? And then how did you find like what you liked? Yeah. So I was like a wholesale assistant for a brand and I was just kind of entering their orders all day long. So it was just like super tedious and not fun at all. And I was like, I need to apply to new jobs Mm -hmm. before like I die of boredom. (laughs) (laughs) And then I moved to BG and I started off as like an Omni coordinator. So I worked with um, like 70 different ready-to-wear brands, which was pretty awesome. I had huge brands like Prada. Oh my gosh. Like all the big brands we have at BG. So that was like really good exposure to the industry and like working with different people and I it was super fun yeah I know like so I we graduated a little over a year ago and like I have my BFA in music theater with minor in business not me forgetting my own degree (laughs) um and like I know not I think fully but like I think we're both to some level particularly me like sort of considering slash planning on going in a career direction that is not as related to our major. Yeah. And I was wondering, like, if, like, I know I've really struggled with that and with, like, feelings of insecurity of, like, oh, I, does that make me unqualified? Can I, like, not end up doing what I actually maybe want to do because I didn't do it as a degree? Did you struggle with, like, sort of that and the feeling of, like, yeah. uh, for sure, especially I'm the oldest, so I feel mm. like I never – I'm the oldest, too. Yeah, I didn't really have, like, anyone older to be like, oh, like, they did that, you know? Yeah. And kind of everyone I know was just doing, like, they went to, like, you know, what they went to college for. So it was definitely kind of hard to, like, break the mold, especially also convincing my parents. It was a good idea, too. Yeah. So that was one thing, and I feel like – advice for people who are also feeling that way is just try to get experience maybe like in in internships i know like when i interview people now um there's i've like interviewed people who work in like insurance and are like i want to be in fashion and like as long as you've got the passion for it Mm -hmm. and like you know what you're talking about and like why you want to actually move careers i think it's definitely doable 
That's a really great tip <laughs> because I like what Audrey said, you know, we got our degree in music theater, but I've been so interested in like the social media space lately. And so I was like, oh, like maybe I'll start applying to like internships. But it is really intimidating to like look at an industry that, you know, you didn't get a degree in or, you know, you have a little bit less experience in and be like, all right, what are they going to say to me in, in that interview? Yeah. I feel like the hardest part is definitely getting the interview. Yeah. But- in the interview, as long as you're, like, confident, I feel like that's the biggest thing and, like, kind of being well-spoken and knowing, like, why you're talking about what you're talking about. Yeah, totally. That must be so interesting to interview people. Yeah. It's – I always wanted to do it. Yeah. And then as soon as, like, it became, like, my turn to do it, I was like, damn it. <laughs> this is not as fun as I thought it would be. Really? I just, like, feel so bad saying no to people. Uh. So I, like <laughs> – that is – I bet that is tough. My partner's dad is a lawyer and he – I was talking about an interview that I had. I was like, I need to like make up questions because, you know, like people yeah. usually are like, do you have any questions? And so I was like, I want to seem interested. And, he, you know, he was talking to me about interviewing and, and the common questions that people ask like all the time. It's so it's so interesting because yeah. – like until that last interview that I did like a month ago, our interviewing is usually singing and acting for people. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's so much different. Yeah. One thing that I think is interesting is I find the answers to like – I don't really care as much as uh, for the answers of like my questions, but I care more of like the questions they're asking me and if they're asking me good questions and not just like when can I start, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. I feel like that's the hard part of, like, interviewing is, like, coming up with, like, really good substantial questions. My, like, favorite question that is, like, can generically work for a lot of things. I, I also did this. We did, like, a casting director series our senior year yeah. where we, like, met with agents and whatnot. And my favorite question, like, not just as, like, a bullshit question to, like, have, like, to have a question ready to ask, but also I really like the answer is – about a company or agency or whatever, asking them, like, what's your favorite thing about it and what's something you guys you think you need to improve on? Yeah. Yeah, um, totally. That's a good one. Because everywhere has things they need to improve on, and it tells something whether or not they're going to give you, like, an actual answer or whether or not they try and BS around and, like, oh, you know, everything's perfect here. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> I doubt there's anywhere everything's perfect. <laughs> I know. I feel that. Um, so... Now that, like, you are in the influencer space, can you talk about that a little bit? Especially, like, I don't – I feel like for maybe our listeners that live in New York, I feel like I see a lot of, like, NYC influencer, like, life. Can you talk about it a little bit and what it's like? Yeah, it's definitely um, interesting, like, being on the inside of it. Like, sometimes my friends will be like, oh, that was so cool. And I'm like, was it? Because, like <laughs> – like, Sometimes, like, the events and stuff, like, of course, they're, like, amazing, but they're yeah. sometimes not as, like, really fun as they look, like, we make them look. Got it. And I also, like, I was in the Hamptons with my friends recently, and one of my guy friends were like, was like, oh, my God, you made, like, this look so fun, like, yeah. of our night. And I was like, yeah, because that's my job. <laughs> I'm good at it. <laughs> 
So I feel like that's definitely a big part of it. But it's also, like, super cool. I feel like I've met so many people. Yeah. I've got to meet so many different brands and, like, work with different brands. So it's it's really honestly been amazing. <laughs> yeah. How is it, like, working with brands? Like, when these brands that, like – I know, like, when I'm looking at an influencer and they're, like, doing um, – like an ad for like a, a famous skincare brand or something like I'm trying to think of a brand in my head, um, like Drunk Elephant or something like that. Like how does it feel to be like reached out to by the brand and to work with brands? It's like the coolest thing ever, like seeing a brand that you've like always shopped at and stuff like in your inbox. Mm-hmm. And then it's even cooler when they like want to pay you and stuff. So. Yeah. <laughs> And then, like, obviously, I mean, I know – I found you – well, we both found you through Instagram. But as I've, like, taken in your content, you post a lot about Amazon. Yes. What got you interested in Amazon? Yeah, so the first TikTok video of mine that, like, blew up was a Amazon video Yeah. that I just randomly made. I was like, cute things on Amazon and just put screenshots and, like – It got so many views, so I was like, okay, I should post about Amazon. Yeah. And then I made, like, an Amazon storefront, and it's a really good um, way to make money. Really? (laughs) I was literally going to ask that. I was like, (laughs) is it lucrative? Yeah. It's definitely, like – one of my biggest paychecks every month, I would wow, say. Wow, really? Mm-hmm. Well, I also I feel like you have such great finds. Like, how yeah. long do you spend like looking for? How it? do you find them? Yeah, because I yeah. know there's great stuff on Amazon. I have no idea who people find that good stuff. I know. Sometimes I'll find them like randomly scrolling through TikTok, or okay. like sometimes I'll just be on Amazon for hours scrolling. <laughs> right. So it, it really depends. And then yeah, I do. I buy like a lot of the stuff that I post about too. So. It's really helpful for people to, like, see – people like to see, like, try it on and stuff. Mm -hmm. And even the home stuff, like, so much of my apartment decor is from Amazon too, so. (laughs) That's so cool. A lot of my home stuff is also Amazon. They have, like, low-key really cute stuff. Like, not if you type in generically (laughs) searching, but if you, like, find stuff, they have, like, really cute, like, Etsy-like stuff. And people always say – that like Amazon's bad, Jeff Bezos, whatever. But like, so many small businesses sell on through Amazon. Amazon. Yeah, so it's like not always bad people. <laughs> I know. Do you have like, um, if you can think, like, are there what has been like some of your favorite Amazon purchases? Yeah, definitely. I feel like the home stuff has been some okay. of my favorites. I feel like lately I found a bunch of really cute summer dresses. Oh, so uh, the summer wardrobe on Amazon right now is like so good. I feel like. All my, like, recent posts, I've just been, like, tagged Amazon. I'm, like, I'm kind of overdoing it, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah. I feel like once you – I feel like everybody, like, finds a brand that they really like and they purchase it a lot. Like, I do that with Abercrombie. Yeah. Abercrombie has really good stuff. Yeah. I have – it's so weird. I, I mean, I've said this multiple times that, like, growing up, like, Abercrombie was not built for my body type. And now that it is more size inclusive, I, like, love shopping there. Yeah. It's also, like, way cuter now. Right. (laughs) I mean, I I remember, like, one day randomly looking at their website and I was like, wait, when did this get, like, cute? I know. I know. It's also sad because they closed the Abercrombie in – the mall, like, in Connecticut. Yes. I'm like, why? This is, like, the time it needs to be open. But so <laughs> many of the, like, all the old Abercrombie stores that I've actually seen have, like, the very, like, old design that they used to have. They so do. it feels mm. really jarring with the clothes they have now. Yeah. It feels, uh, 
like it brings back like the terror of middle school me. Uh but then it's clothes that do actually fit me. So my brain just gets confused and overwhelmed. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. But I don't really, like, sh- I go to the mall for, like, Target. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't love Target? Do you think you find good fashion finds at Target? Oh, uh, yeah. They actually do have good stuff. And yeah. I feel like the fashion stuff's always, like, right when you walk in. So Very true. you, like, see cute stuff. But they also, like, really kill it with the home decor, too. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my God. I love Target. Target is, like, I mean, I feel like this is, like, the meme for everyone, but it truly is therapy. I know. In college, we would just go to Target. And yeah. we would just walk around. <laughs> That's all and there it was to do. such peace. Well, I yeah, know. there also was just not much to do. Yeah, but- me and my sister do that all the time. And there's one mall that has, like, a five below and then a Target next to it. And we go there all oh. the time. And a Home Goods, So we'll, like, hit all three. Yeah. <laughs> So besides Amazon, oh, and one point I had about Amazon too is I feel like especially with like the whole clip thing coming back in, Amazon has been so clutch for like hair clips. Yeah, I have like a huge bucket full I of bet. them. <laughs> I bet. I'm like that's what I love Amazon for right now. I get lots of like little accessories from them. Yeah. Like yeah. one of my favorite things from them is there's this pearl purse that was on Princess Polly that I wanted so badly, but they – we're out of stock. Oh my god, for that forever. purse is from Amazon. Uh, yeah, I bought a knockoff on Amazon because I <laughs> I tried to get the actual one and they just never brought it back in stock. And I was like, okay. Yeah, I mean, realistically, the Princess Polly was probably like also a knockoff of something yeah. else. Yeah, no, I, I was way too far down the line yeah. to ever find the original one. Um, <laughs> but I was like, it works. I yeah. bought it a year ago. I use that purse pretty often. There, it's a cute purse. Yeah. There you go. But back to the hair clips. Yes, there's please. actually one on Amazon that like you can customize with your like any whatever oh letters. Oh my gosh. You can do the colors. You can do the colors of the gems. Is this on and your storefront? Like, yeah. It's oh like my God, the I best go gift ever if you need like a secret Santa or like a Ooh. birthday gift. Yeah. It's such a good one. <laughs> well, it's also great because they're like more affordable. Like I think that is something that is nice about Amazon is like you can get the more especially when we're living in a world where there's trends every five seconds and I feel like that's been heightened by TikTok and so it's like you can go there and find some stuff that is not gonna like break your bank yeah I also think it's just so fun shopping people other people's Amazon storefronts <laughs> oh, I love somebody that has an Amazon storefront yeah like a good one yeah <laughs> I love, like, looking through it and being like, oh, like, what does this, like, because I feel like it kind of tells you, like, what a person's, like, from the the storefront. I'm, like, love looking at, like, the skincare and all yeah, that stuff. Definitely. It's really fun. Yeah. When we did our photo shoot for the podcast back in March, we did a lot of Amazon mm-hmm. purchasing. Yeah. It's good for that kind of stuff. Yeah. Too. Especially, like, special events, things where you don't want to spend, again, I'm, like, coming back to the money aspect of it all. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but besides Amazon, what are some of like your favorite brands to shop from? Yeah, I feel like I do a lot of shopping from like targeted ads I get. So okay. like I'll see something on my like an ad and I'm like, oh my god, I need that. Yeah. Or like I'll be scrolling. I'm definitely like the consumer the influencers need because I like will buy. That's <laughs> so awesome. If I see something from like someone's post or like a store or something that I like I totally will buy it yeah and I feel like that's like a big chunk um otherwise I really like Princess Polly Revolve like the classics Shop Up has a lot of like fun cooler brands on there too Mm -hmm. like those are my main ones very cool very cool and like so another huge reason we wanted to chat with you is because like back to school season like fall is 
unfortunately I know. like among I'm us <laughs> I know it's like I'm very excited for August like August is gonna be great but also it's like we're we're almost at the fall time Look, again. I can't take the hundred degree days anymore. So, yeah. so yeah, today like someone was like, "In two months, it's October," and I'm like, "What?" Oh. <laughs> we're solidly over halfway through the year. <laughs> we are into the eighth month, uh, and I don't like that. No, me either. It's really sad. Yeah, <laughs> but like, so I'm thinking of like somebody that is like going back to school or college. Like, what? And you were talking about it before, like you, you're putting outfits together. How do you put an outfit together? Like what are some like staple things that you always do when putting an outfit together? So I'm like very weirdly like OCD about my closet. Okay. So I'll keep like everything like new I got, like I'll put at the end and I kind of just go in order from like what's on like one side to the other side. Uh-huh. So Whenever I'm picking an outfit, I'll start on, like, my beginning side and pick from there. Very cool. And I'm one of those people – this is, like, I feel like not common. Once I put an outfit on, I really never change because then if I change, I'm going to change a million times. Yeah. So I feel like that's a good habit for people to get into. Like, just don't think about changing because then you get into that horrible, like – Changing a million times and then you're late and it's all drama. (laughs) Literally, that is me to a T. I can never figure out what I want to wear. Yeah. I'll have a full closet and go, I have nothing to wear with genuinely no irony in my voice. (laughs) I know. I know. I feel like that too sometimes, but – Yeah. And so if somebody is like getting – like going to get like clothes for back to school or like for the year or whatever, what are some like staple items that you feel are like great to have in your closet? For back to school, I would definitely say get really good jeans Mm. and jean shorts. Um, Abercrombie is a big one. I know. Literally me. I just got a really good pair from Zara. Um, My biggest tip is size up. (laughs) I feel like that's my new favorite thing is like loose jean shorts. I know. Yeah. Especially, I feel like it just looks better, too, when they're not, when they're kind of baggy, you know? Like, super tight. I know jean shorts are the death of me sometimes. Also, like, if they fit when you're standing up, that means when you're sitting down, they're just not going to fit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I'd rather be able to sit down. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Especially in denim. 100%. And then I would say get, um, I'm not a huge, like, staples kind of person. Okay. So I feel like I'm more more own things that are like i don't know what is the word for like not staple i know what word you're talking like statements statements yes i definitely would say i'm more of like i own more statement pieces but in that sense like i get pieces that i know i could wear with like a ton of different things so like this t-shirt i'm wearing is like just a t-shirt but it's like kind of rainbow so it's not like your most conventional staple, but I could wear it with jean shorts. I could, I'm wearing it with like striped shorts right now. Yeah. And just finding um, statement pieces that you can wear like a bunch of different ways I think is a big thing. Yeah. I feel like I – on TikTok, I would, I was like looking at those videos that are like staples you should have in your closet, like yeah. a blazer, like neutrals. But sometimes I feel like neutrals are, are – maybe I'm just like – I I find making outfits so hard. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah, I don't really I'm not a big neutrals. I uh, I like white a lot actually, but okay. I'm not just like I'm I more do gravitate towards the colorful stuff. Yeah, absolutely. In the winter I would say I I'm definitely more neutral. Mhm. But 
Yeah, I guess it just depends on my mood. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, obviously we're going into fall. Do you have any, like, predictions for fall 2022 as, like, yeah. what would be in? Oh, my gosh. I don't know. I haven't even thought about it. I'm, like, so, like, not wanting it to be cold I again. <laughs> I was, like, looking at videos. Some people were, like, parachute pants. Have you seen those yeah, pants? With the t- I know. I don't really like them, me, to be honest. <laughs> me either. And I also feel like, as a plus-size girly, I'm, like – I only see like more thin bodies wearing them. So I'm like, I'm not sure if they would look good on me. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's like something I feel like if I went, if I wore those and I went like to my house, my dad would be like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> That's so, so funny. <laughs> I know. I feel like I've been seeing it. I was like looking at, I was like, oh, like what trends? And it's all about these parachute pants. Yeah. I see them everywhere too. Yeah. I agree. But, I don't know if I'll hop on the trend on that one. Yeah, me either. Me either. I will say, even though summer, like, it means summer coming to an end, I am excited for, like, cute fall clothes. Like, I love the – I think I like the tones of fall. Like, the whole, like, the browns and, like, stuff like that. Yeah, I try to think I like brown and then I, like, look back. I'm like, ew. (laughs) You know? I'm not, like, a dark color person. No, you're not. And I feel like your feet is so colorful, too. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, um, I lean towards the colorful. I always have been like that, though, I would yeah. say. <laughs> when you were younger, this is like jumping a little bit all over the place, but when you were younger, I know you talked about like making like outfits and stuff like that. Like what drew you to fashion? So when I was like really younger, my mom would take us shopping every Saturday, like for fun. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, nice. Not even like just to buy stuff. We just be like, we're bored. Like, can we go to the mall? Yeah. <laughs> we would go shopping all the time with my mom. And I feel like that's definitely where it all stemmed from. <laughs> Got it. That is, yeah. I feel like I, there was this one mall in my town. It was called the Westchester. Yeah. And it was like, Especially, like, everyone, like, in those days where the malls were big, you'd, like, hang out there mm-hmm. yeah. and all that stuff. But now malls aren't as big anymore. In high school, I went to boarding school, and one of the only places – actually, the only place that, like, the school had shuttles that would take you somewhere was to the Natick mm-hmm. Mall. <laughs> and so I hung out a lot at the Natick Mall, baby. Very, we yeah. would just go and troll around the mall. <laughs> We used to do that, like, we have a little downtown in my town, mm-hmm. and we would go every day after middle school and, like, go to Victoria's Secret. Oh, And, like, nice. try on all the lip glosses. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, also, like, another place we would go a lot, which is actually in Connecticut, is Greenwich. Yeah, they yeah. have good shopping. And go, and go to the Ave and go shopping along there. Yeah, it's definitely a good spot. Good spot. Pretty bougie stores, though. I don't know what, like, bank account <laughs> I was running with at that age. I know. There was a Brandy Melville, though. And when Brandy Melville was, like, really popular, it was like, go there, you know? Oh, Brandy. I know. I feel, like, really bad, but I've lately been liking Brandy. (laughs) Oh, really? I haven't been in there in so long. I I know. I hadn't either. But then one day I was just like, I just want to go and see what they have. Yeah. And they have, like, good basics. And now they make a lot of oversized stuff, too. So I feel like... It's a little bit more like things fit, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but I, know, I got I a pair of biker shorts there a few weeks ago and I've worn them like 9,000 times. Oh, so. very cute. I just have such distinct memories of like 
every various year of like middle school, high school, college, trying on some sort of bottom from Brandy <laughs> Melville in like their largest size, which is the one size they have. <laughs> um, and just trying on and being like, well, you know, we got it over half of one leg. I know. <laughs> Maybe next year. <laughs> I know. It's not a, I guess like it's way worse when you're like kind of growing up. But, like, now that I'm older, I'm, like, I don't even care about that. If, like, I see something that fits me, I'm just, like, whatever. Yeah. (laughs) When you go shopping, do you feel like you usually, like, go out and have, like, an intended thing you want? Or are you, like, I'm just going to go and see what's there? Yeah. I mean, now I feel like when I'm doing my – I usually will scroll, like, on my phone or online. And if I'm shopping in a store, I usually have, like, something I'm looking for. Yeah. That's awesome. And so – now, like, after these two years of influencing, working at Bergdorf's, like, what do you see for yourself, like, going in the future? Yeah, so I actually um, – I have, like, a whole list on my phone. I'm very big about the, like, vision board this. and, like, writing things down. You know what? I need to get onto that track um, because I have been very all up in the air lately. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Me too. I feel like it just, like, gives you a good, like, view of – your goals and stuff and yeah. kind of look – I have it, like, as my background, so I just look Aww, at it every day. That's so nice. <laughs> that's smart. Yeah. I know. My boyfriend always makes fun of me. He's like, your vision board. Oh, <laughs> like, that's so – no, that's no, actually a really good that. idea. As someone who has no idea what the vision or where the future is going, yeah, I, mean, I love the vision board. It's nothing, board. like, too crazy, just things that I think, like, are attainable yeah. and, like – Yeah. <laughs> How do you manage your job at Bergdorf's and influencing? That's definitely a tough thing, I would say. I just, again, like having a to-do list and Mm. like being able to like do at least a few things from it every day is huge. And I'll find time like maybe between meetings because although like, yeah, it's a nine to six whatever, Mm -hmm. uh, at least Bergdorf's is like really nice that we have like – it's called a row. So like <laughs> you – let's say you want to start work at like 8 and stop at 5, you can. Or oh, if okay. you want – like it's kind of more like as long as you're getting your work done. Yeah. So I also wake up early, which I think is really to my mm. benefit because then I can just get everything started What earlier. time do you wake up? I like – I wake up at like 7 every day. Like just wow. not even on purpose. I just wake up. <laughs> just to do it. Do you have any – like do you have a specific morning routine? I'm interested. Um – I'll lay in my bed for a little and play on my iPad. <laughs> I'm the same way. I'm a waker upper. I'm a waker upper. I wake up and I literally just like sit on my phone for a good 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and then I can't do the like snoozing. I, I just wake up like when I wake up and I know I'm going to wake up before nine. So I just like let it let it rip. Oh, that's <laughs> – wow. I wish I could rely on myself like that. <laughs> I accidentally multiple times in the last week woke up at 11. And I was really? like, how did this happen? That happened to me one time. I like by accident woke up at 10 and like missed a meeting. And I was like, this has never happened to me before. I was so freaked out like for the whole day after. <laughs> I feel like it happens to everybody at some point. Yeah. I used to wake up early so easily. And now – I as a teenager, I was never, like, the one to sleep in. And now my body is like, now you require 13 hours of sleep. Yeah, but the bad thing is I fall asleep really easily, like, at night. Yeah. I'm, like, watching a movie and I'm out at, like, 10 o'clock. Yeah. But it's fine. I feel like it's more productive to be up in the morning anyway, especially yeah. when you need to get things done. <laughs> Absolutely. And so, like, after, like, you wake up. Like, what does the day in your life sort of look like with your job and influencing? 
Yeah, so I usually will, like, clean up my apartment a bit, make coffee, and then I'll get ready. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of, like, the hardest thing, I would say, about the whole um, being online is putting on makeup every single day (laughs) and, like, doing your hair. I feel like my hair, I'm just, like, my hair dries naturally, like, okay, so at least that's fine. Yeah. um, Finding joy in doing your makeup every day is hard sometimes. (laughs) I love, like, watching, like, a good, like, YouTube or listening to a podcast while I do it. But lately I have been, like, usually I use it as, like, a coping skill, as a way to, like, really get out of my thoughts and whatever. But lately I have not been wanting to put on makeup. So I've been doing, like, like the minimal amount so I look okay. Yeah. I've shortened. So in college I used to be obsessed with watching all the beauty YouTubers. Oh, and okay. I would, like, take an hour doing my makeup and take so long oh, and I now I, I like can do it in 10 minutes i've like perfected it to do it as fast as i can i wish i <laughs> wish i was like that audrey knows i take forever i think i'm pretty speedy with mine you are you're pretty good at being speedy yeah which is good because i yeah can be a deep procrastinator and by can <laughs> i mean i am a deep procrastinator i know it's so hard though because you have to because you're like i can't just be like look like a bum in all my videos. Right. Yesterday I went, I was getting my eyelashes done yesterday and I leave the apartment like looking very bad. And as soon as I walk out of the house, some girl was like, I love your TikToks. And I was like, no, not right now. How does it feel to be like recognized <laughs> like that? It's fun. It's like crazy sometimes. Yeah. Um, But it's really cool. I feel like most times people will be like, say they watch my TikTok. So I have some, like, fun, rapid, like, fire-ish questions about, like, fashion and style. So, um, oh, what is I said? I hope this question makes sense. LOL. Um, oh, what is, your, like, your favorite fashion item? Like, jewelry, bags, shoes? Yeah, I would say bags and shoes I have, like, a million of, mm. and I love them. So that's definitely my biggest thing, I would say. Do you have a favorite bag brand? My favorite bag is that white Balenciaga bag I brought here. I Very use cute. it every single day. I got it, like, right when it became a thing. Right. It's been, like, it's almost my year anniversary of it, and nice. I've used it, like, every day since then. Then it's worth it. That's the thing <laughs> about designer purses. I'm like, if you're going to, like, use that thing, like, it's so worth the price. Yeah, I definitely have a ton that I've gotten from, like, we have, like, work sample sales. Oh, so love that. I've gotten, so like, jealous. a ton just to buy stuff because yeah. you're like, I can't, like, go through all of this and not buy anything. Yeah. <laughs> so I have a ton from that that I, like – will use less often but that has been like definitely my best designer purchase i would say oh that's a great (laughs) perk um can you name a clothing item tiktok has made you buy that was worth the hype and one that wasn't worth the hype not clothing but something i could think of recently is the like hair stick everyone's been using to make the slicked back buns oh wait i i which one do you use because i own one the like tg yes that's the one the same one yeah it's at first, I was like, does this really work? And now I've been, like, loving using it, so. I love it, but it does feel full, like, taking a glue stick to your hair. It yeah. does. Like, every yeah, time no, I do it, it I'm like, this feels wrong. The first time I did it, I did it on, like, clean hair, and I was like, this was a big mistake. Like, yeah. you need to do it, like, at least the next day. Literally me today with, like, my hair up like this. I was like, I, I had a workout this morning. I was like, you know what? I got to figure out an outfit that looks good with my hair up. Slick that back. Like, yeah. There's a lot of dry shampoo happening in this hair today i love it yeah Yeah. and then things that i kind of regret are a lot of those like i feel like i've bought into like all of the hair trends so like the the thing 
the soft thing that you like sleep in. Oh, and interesting. I, I never used, tried it. I used it once and like I liked it, but it's just not easy to like do that every yeah, day. Got it. <laughs> I feel like I'm too lazy for any of those hair things. Yeah, me too. I'm definitely um a little bit lazy for that. And mm. even like the curlers, like they look good, but it's just so much effort to put them in. I like hate blow drying my hair. So I don't have the patience <laughs> for blow drying either. I'm like, if I'm going to do something, I'm going to either straighten it with a straightener or yeah. curl it with an iron because those are just faster. And I know they're worse for my hair, but I, <laughs> I am impatient. I love doing other people's hair, but I'm just like on my hair, it's like too hard yeah <laughs> i got a dyson and when i use it i really like it i just don't use it a lot and i don't use like the ones the ones that like wrap around that everyone's yeah. like obsessed with too complicated i haven't tried that yet i've tried the blow dryer which is i actually really like but yeah. i haven't tried the spinny things honestly <laughs> i should have like in retrospect got the blow dryer with the diffuser because i have like kind of curlyish wavyish hair and i feel like i use the blow dryer more than i actually do like the circling things. tubey things i know yeah. can't even think of the word Attachments. Um, yeah, attach- yeah. There you go. Attachments. <laughs> oh, but what is your favorite, like, style of shoe? Sneakers. sneakers. I used to, like, not have any sneakers, and now I have, like, only sneakers. What's your, like, <laughs> fave sneaker? Yeah. Um, The ones I wear the most are definitely, like, the New Balance 550s. I have, like, white and navy ones. I wear them, like, with everything. Um, Where do you get those? On StockX. StockX. Everything. Okay. Keep it All, mind. like... Those kind of shoes I always get on StockX. Okay. I have Dunks that I wear a lot. And then um, my Converse, obviously, those are a staple. Yeah. And I have a pair of Adidas, too, that I wear pretty often. Those are, like, my four that I rotate, especially in New York when you're walking all the time. Like, you just need good sneakers. Literally. I – I have been wanting to get dunks for so long. Like, the black pair with white that everyone has. Yeah, those but, are definitely my most worn. Yeah, but I'm like, it's I'm ready to step it up. I got to purchase them. It's time. <laughs> I know. I just wear Nike Air Forces, so the most basic of the I basic know. Air Forces on. I have on. two pairs of Air Forces. This actually is what was formerly my nice pair, and it's time for them to retire to me, move to my fratting shoe, and then to buy a new one. But I always keep two pairs of Air Forces at any time. One to be worn to keep crappy, and then one to try and keep nice. I've never owned any, which is, like, shocking. That is shocking. (laughs) Wow. They're so basic, but they work with everything. I love them. Would you rather be comfy and casual or dressed up? It depends. Like, I really like getting dressed up, like, if I have, like, somewhere to go. I love picking out an outfit and, like, getting dressed up for that. Or sometimes even just on the weekend, I'm, like, a Friday night dinner. Like, I love to get ready for that. Yeah. But during the day, I definitely am casual most days. Yeah. I feel that. (laughs) I'm the same way. Um, Summer or winter clothes? Summer. Summer. Um, And so our last question for you, we asked this to all of our guests, um, can you tell us a moment where you felt clueless recently? Um, right now, I'm feeling very clueless about getting a new apartment. Oh, <laughs> oh it's a bad I time to look at apartments. It's so hard. No, I literally cried last night because oh. I'm like, what's going to happen to me? Like, I'm just going to be homeless. Yeah. Because <laughs> they've totally changed the way of, like, 
it used to be like the first person who applies like gets the apartment yeah. whatever and now they just like let everyone apply and they just pick their favorite person so oh. I'm like how how am I ever gonna get picked I've like, known so many friends who have had to do like for renting a place above the listed price yeah, and they and still haven't gotten that. it yeah no it's terrible everywhere is like bidding wars it's it's truly awful, awful. <laughs> so, I'm like so thankful that I renewed my lease or that I was able to renew my lease I know I wish I knew like I really regret not renewing it. And I gave my lease to, like, my sister's friends. So I'm like, I hope you enjoy girls. <laughs> I hope you have a great time while I'm sitting out here with no apartment. <laughs> I no, know. literally. I literally, every day, I'm like, oh, I want to move out. But hearing this, and, like, I've it's seen a it a little bit on right TikTok. Yeah, yeah. I definitely it. wait. Uh, my friend wait. just signed a lease and... She was like, yeah, there was a whole day in which every place we looked at, none of them had a full fridge. Yeah. And she was like, it's not a good time out there. Oh, my god! It's like the fridge. Sometimes I'll see sinks that are, like, made for, like, an airplane bathroom. Oh and I'm god. like, how do people live like this? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, not a cute time. <laughs> I know. I hope you find an apartment soon. Thank you. And thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. We yeah, really appreciate it. Me. Can you, like, let our audience know where they can find you, like, Instagram handles, stuff like that? Yes. My username on everything is Clea M-X-O. And then uh, my YouTube's Clea Mula. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Yeah. All right, everyone. That was our interview with Clea. We really hope you all enjoyed it. I honestly, I... I honestly, when we brought in Clea, I was like, I can't wait to learn all this fashion stuff. But my biggest takeaway from this interview was the conversation about her job at Bergdorf's and her interviewing other people. I found talking about her job at Bergdorf's so interesting. And it, like the the path that she got there. I think particularly because as we've spoken about in this right. episode, we're both like, hey, maybe we try something else. Right. But it did give me a lot. Of, it gave me a confidence boost knowing that someone else behind the table is like people will come in with zero experience uh, yes. and sometimes get that position because of the passion because of what and the fact you that know. she was like it, like getting the interview is the hardest part of right like if you don't really have the experience in it but once you do like if someone's clearly passionate and right like is like can talk and like whatnot like can talk you know what i mean yeah can display their want to get into the industry whatever yeah. but yeah it was so great to chat with her and honestly again we've been talking about wanting her on the podcast for so long so it was like a great little check mark we did it moment <laughs> um so yeah thank you all for listening to today's episode we really hope y'all enjoyed if you want more of us, please follow us on Instagram at completely fucking clueless and on TikTok at completely FCKING clueless. And we would really love it if you rated, reviewed, followed, subscribed. Dude, 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 <laughs> do all of those things. We would really appreciate it. It helps the podcast. And hopefully, maybe one day we can get like sponsors and be like, we have this many five stars reviews. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'm just bribing people at this point to do it. Yeah. <laughs> if you want discount codes. <laughs> oh, <guys. laughs> Look, my sister really wants uh, merch 
from us oh that is my a flag yeah. she specifically wants a flag which oh, i'm like that's cute it is she keeps referencing barstool sports which i'm like that's not really i think the type of person listening to this but okay but she really wants a flag and i told her already that's not gonna be the first item of merch we make if we ever get to merch that's gonna be probably like a bit down the line yeah. so we need people to review and uh subscribe and listen so that we can start making merch so that we can eventually make my sister her flag yes we will make her her flag rachel i'm i'm coming for you i don't <laughs> i don't even think she listens so we love that (laughs) anyways have an amazing tuesday everyone have an amazing week and don't forget to be motherfucking clueless peace peace out peace punch captain crunch i'm so hot i'm sitting in a little zombie and i'm so thirsty i'm learning I really, I, when we, were I the, like it. when we were in the studio, it was so weird, I was like, I'm used to being a white. <laughs> 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 <laughs>